This podcast is dedicated to Kobe Bryant. More importantly, a loving father. Whether you agreed or disagreed with his career or his image in the public eye, in privacy, he gave his time and his money to causes that mattered. He did not tolerate those that did not put the work in to reach their goals. Again, something that resonates with me, along with being a loving father. An Academy Award winner, gold medal Olympian, and undoubtedly will be one of the best basketball players of all time. Thank you for reminding us to stay focused and driven towards our goals. And we hope to continue your Mamba mentality. Thank you. On this latest podcast, we have a very controversial topic. Is dating required for marriage and is marriage required for dating? We're also going to remind you to stay on track in 2020 and we have a really fun challenge. Fun challenge you got to listen to and you got to apply to your life. Stay tuned. So the time of this recording, or the date, I should say, is January 27, 2020. By this time, some people are going to quit the gym. Some people are going to quit reading books. Some people are going to quit going to church. Whatever change they wanted to do for 2020, statistically, a majority are going to dwindle down, are going to quit. Let me tell you something. A sedentary lifestyle is a form of slow suicide. Okay, I'll say that again. A sedentary lifestyle is a form of slow suicide. Some of you are slowly killing yourselves, not going after your goals, whether it's health, wealth, whether it's uh, knowledge, whether it's bettering yourself in the dating world, to be more social, to reach out to your friends and family more. I say this as a tough love reminder that you don't have to wait for a resolution to get your mindset right. You don't have to wait for resolution to get that new job. Okay, there's there's options out there. There's options out there, not only for dating, but for your life overall. And guess what? The better you design your life, the more of a natural attraction energy you develop around you. You'll have people that are gonna wanna be around you. You're gonna gain confidence. You're gonna see that you can design your own life. But if comfort is what you choose, again, that sedentary lifestyle, which most of the time is associated when it comes to working out, right? When we think of sedentary, it's more like sitting on your ass, not getting up and doing what you need to. And there's real results, real statistics working in the background, which could be elevated cholesterol level, cortisol levels, could be gaining weight, could be elevated levels when it comes to your blood pressure, all kinds of stuff. It's the fact you're not getting your toxins out. It's the fact you're not even exercising your brain. Because when you do cardio or you lift weights, you actually exercise your brain and you get stress out. Sedentary lifestyle could also mean you spend money on things that numb you, whether it's alcohol, food, drugs, internet porn, gambling, things that numb you 
But yet, you have these financial goals. You want to go on vacation. You want to save money for the kids. You want to. You want to make sure you have enough money when it comes to the software class that you want to take, so you can make more money at your job. But instead, you waste money on crap. That's a form of a sedentary lifestyle. These are all forms of a slow suicide. You don't want to be social because you say, "Well, who cares about people? People waste my time. I'm around the wrong people." If no one socialized, we don't need houses. We need caves. You know, these phones. These phones are supposed to be a tool to keep you informed when it comes to the news and to stay in contact with your friends. But stay in contact with your friends, not just because they're a voice or maybe a FaceTime. Actually, go out and try to see them. Right. So that's being. Socially sedentary. Don't do that. All right. So instead of living a life of a slow suicide in 2020 or beyond, should say and beyond. Instead of living a life of a slow suicide, slowly start living again, living your best life. That sounds cliche, but I'd rather take cliche over slowly dying. All right, so I have a fun challenge for anyone that's listening right now. All right, you can you can leave this playing in the background if you're watching it on YouTube, Spotify, or any other podcast medium. All right, open up your notes right now, or start taking down this note on this challenge that I have for you. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of slow it down. I'm gonna kill a little bit of time while you do this. Okay, bring up your notes. Okay, I mean this. Do it right now because if not, you're just listening for no reason. This is gonna be a fun little challenge, a little bit of homework. All right, you can either write down the question I'm about to give you, or you can write down the response to it. Okay, are you ready? Right, your challenge, your challenge that the dating doc has for you is: I want you to think of one thing you need to detox from your life. Identify one thing right now, whether it's a person, whether it's something that's distracting your time, whether it's an app that becomes this bottomless pit of time waste or energy waste, or becomes too emotionally investment, too much of an emotional investment for you. Think of one thing right now that you need to detox from. Whether it's the fact that every time you go over to Jerry's desk. He just annoys you, and he just sucks the life out of you, and you're not getting much results from talking to that person.、Uh, whether it's、um, drinking, maybe you keep wasting money on drinks, and you feel like crap the next morning. What is one thing you need to detox from? Maybe you're tired of a certain type of music, and you want to try something new because of the mood it puts you in. Again, do it right now, okay? Don't just be like, uh huh, yeah, cool, yeah. What else we have on the podcast? No, this is a fun challenge because you're gonna start looking at your response and you're gonna start making a nice change. Start with one; it can become three later on. But for right now, do it. Do it like Nike says. All right, one thing to detox from. Write it down right now.
The information age, the addiction to text messaging, emails, dating apps, viral videos, controversial news, political news, that person that keeps arguing with you online. This is the age we're in, a cyberbullying of increased levels of suicide among teens, both boys and girls killing each other, killing themselves. It's suicide right now is the 10th leading cause of death in the US. And a reason for that is this information hungry age we live in, where people would rather be dramatic than get along. Where every day exponentially real life friends become enemies all because of Facebook or because of some sort of disagreement they had that they texted to each other for the public world to see. How does this affect dating, right? Everything needs to come back to dating. I'll tell you what. Some of you are so addicted to the information drama that you carry that into dating. You want to talk more about, hey, do you agree politically with my stance? If not, we're not gonna we're not gonna keep dating. So let me ask you this. I'm gonna use that example, right? Let's say you, you, you disagree with liberals, right? You're very conservative, so you won't date a liberal. What if that liberal is the type of person that can hear you out? That they're mature that they can have a good discussion about it and they can agree to disagree. But at the same time, they have the core values you're looking for. Accountability, open-mindedness, an opinion, strong beliefs. Strong beliefs is not just something that belongs to one side or the other. Right? But if it, if it comes down to mutual respect, you might have something there. But the assumption is that we're all dramatic and raw divisive, and there's no way that someone's gonna wanna listen or hear me out. That's that's what's going on with this info age. Another reason the info age is just destroying dating is our hunger for ego validation. I'll be the first to tell you I get easily annoyed when a woman leads with the sexy photo, quote unquote, the sexy photo. You know, all five, all nine photos on whether it's Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, all of them are these sexy poses, right? I don't mind a couple, okay? Yeah, I'm a looks guy. I, I want to make sure I enjoy what I'm looking at, but not, not at the expense where you define yourself by just looking sexy. You have zero pictures with your family, friends, um... You know, show me that that you're doing something fun. You got it. You got a life story to you, and not just these sexy pics, especially on the dating app. Where, you know what? Put those on Instagram since you want you want your followers. You want you want to, you you want people to like you. Do it for the gram. But I'm I'm trying to be on a dating app. I'm trying to find a real woman, and that's your resume. So if if your resume is just all these sexy pics. Come on now. And I'm not going to leave the guys unscathed because I know some of you knuckleheads start off with these shirtless photos. Okay. I have female friends that have told me. And at the same time, you send these unsolicited pics. Come on now. Any woman 
over the age of 21, heck, I hate to say it, but woman over the age of 18, more than likely, whether it's through the internet, whether it's through um, National Geographic or whatnot, they've seen what a penis looks like, okay? So if you're leading with your penis, more than likely, more than likely you got zero of a brain. You got no game and you're one of these fools that say, let me, let me just send her a picture Okay, man up. Okay, if you're going to send that to her, make sure it's something mutual. Make sure you got the vibes. Make sure that it's something that, that you know, is substantial. There, there's some little chemistry there before you're a knucklehead, you know, because to me, that's a punk move. Okay, if you, if you got a zero game and you just think, let me, let me send their picture. Okay, um, doesn't matter if you're millennial, Gen X, okay, boomer, whatever. The grown thing to do is work on your game. So that's another reason that this info age is destroying dating. All right, so let's recap. Like I talked about, this addiction to being divided is one reason that the dating game is being shook a little bit. And at the same time, this emphasis on looks and instant gratification and instead of explaining a little bit about yourself on a Tinder or Bumble or Hinge, follow me on IG. I don't care. Why am I going to follow you on IG when I met you on the dating app? Let's vibe. Let's talk. I'm not out here to, to add to your followers. Okay, so let's be some real people nowadays because guess what? You're going to, all you youngsters that are on that Instagram, one day you're going to grow out of it. Okay? You're not going to be that 40, 50-year-old person that's going to be like, follow me on Instagram. No, fool. You need to have some, you know, you need to have some more character than just hanging out on Instagram or whatever's going to be happening 10 years from now. So uh, bottom line, just be someone. Don't just be an internet person. Be someone and promote that. And uh, it's okay to put the phone down every now and then. But if you're listening to Dating Doc Podcast, keep listening, baby. So what do you think? Is dating required for marriage? And is marriage required for dating? Okay, think about this, right? Think about when marriage first started, way back when, right? Might've been, I'm not even gonna check, okay? But I'm, I'm pretty sure it might've even been, been around in, in the BC era, right? Tribal times, you know, when, when civilization was first starting and there was a union between a couple, Right, the the public union of a couple, whether that was legal, uh, religious, political, any of those reasons, right? When marriage started, do you think dating was required back then? Probably not. Right, it was uh, marriage might have been something that was based on survival, um, kingdoms that had to unite for political reasons so people didn't end up dying so you can create military alliances out of someone's daughter and son getting married now let's reverse it when it comes to marriage dating is required say okay you see what i'm saying right if you're married dating can still be a thing between you and your significant other 
It's not the finish line. And I got to remind people this. These are the basics, but it's a reminder. It's a reminder. Right? Dating is paramount. Dating is something you do all the time. And I'm a dating coach. Right? A lot of people get mixed up and say, hey, why are you single? You're a dating coach. Well, yeah. Doesn't mean dating means it has to lead to marriage. Should we look down on those that decide to be single? They enjoy dating. They enjoy their own life. Maybe they don't want to get married. Maybe they don't feel like settling down. And they're not going to give into any external pressures that say they need to get married. Again, I'm a dating coach. So let's keep that in mind whenever you get mixed up wondering why is the dating coach single? As if I'm as if I got the coronavirus of uh, of of singleness, of dating, of you know, the fact that I'm not married. So um so again to review. Dating was not always required when it came to marriage. But nowadays, modern marriage, you need a date. You need you need to go out and take your person out. You need to feel that the dopamine release of being excited for that person, being turned on for that person, slapping their butt, sending them little cards, sending them little little naughty photos if they're on a business trip. Dating does not finish. It means going to your favorite bar. It means pretending you show up alone and your significant other turns you around and makes out with you. That's the kind of stuff that still needs to happen. Marriage is not the finish line where you just get fat, depressed, and you get comfortable with the pattern. All right. Remember that, folks. Spread this message to them, folks that are married and have forgotten how to date. Hey, Chris, the dating doc here. And if you have ever wanted your own personal dating strategist, consider hiring me, Chris, the dating doc. I build custom plans from everything from behavior modification techniques, how to speak more boldly and more with confidence, whether it's online or offline, the best tips when it comes to a first date, and also how to bounce back from breakups and so much more. Quit, quit with that mindset, okay? If you're trying to make some changes, let's do it. Let's do it together, okay? Think of me as your personal trainer, except my gym is the dating gym. Let's get to it thedatingdoc.com. Visit me at thedatingdoc.com.